Blog Talk Radio. Life's uncertain journey. Well, hello everyone and welcome to Life's Uncertain Journey's Blog Talk Radio broadcast for Tuesday, March the 24th, 2020. Uh, we are broadcasting live from Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm your host, Nadine Davis, and I have with me on our broadcast tonight our co-host, Alicia Lockhart. Hi, Alicia. Hey, everybody. Glad to be here. <laughs> Amen. You know, we would, um, we're always grateful for uh, this opportunity that the Lord has uh, given us to proclaim his gospel over the airways, and um, we also like to uh, always acknowledge and welcome our regular listeners, those that return here week after week to support the broadcast and share their wisdom and encouragement. We also uh, would like to welcome any new listeners that may be joining us for the first time. This is a Christian broadcast. It's an interactive broadcast because we always like to hear the wonderful deposits that God has put in the hearts of our listeners. So you will have an opportunity to not only share uh, your wisdom and encouragement with us, um, but you uh, can also ask questions or we want to be able to interact with one another. So we thank God for, uh, for this opportunity. Like I said, we have listeners from all across the United States, and five mm-hmm. foreign countries, praise God. And uh, we consider it such a privilege to be able to represent the King of yeah. Kings and Lord of Lords through this broadcast. As a matter of fact, uh, we received a very encouraging email from a woman in New York last week um, who mm-hmm. got led yeah. to our broadcast and who shared that she was truly blessed by what she heard. So uh, I say that to say that if, God does deposit anything on your heart to share. Please don't hold it back. You have no idea who may be listening uh, and just how it may make a difference in someone's life. So much and it also encourages uh, it mm-hmm. also encourages us as we you know um, answer the the call and 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 try to uh, lead the charge on this broadcast and being an encouragement. And I know sometimes I need that encouragement too. So I thank, you know, her for sharing. And um, it just it's, it's a scripture that says when we encourage, uh, if you go and encourage someone, come back and feed yourself unless you fall. So the encouragement also helps me personally when I hear that um, this is 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 enhancing someone's faith or you know helping someone out. Exactly, and I I agree with you, Alicia. Uh, for me, mm-hmm. it's a confirmation. It's a confirmation that our labor mm-hmm. is not in vain, that God Amen. is uh, wanting us to know that the word is going out and people are hearing. Um, oftentimes, Amen. you know, when you're talking into a microphone, you don't can't exactly see who's calling. I know from my end, right. I have a dashboard, and I can um, see the number of people that uh, have uh, picked up their telephones to dial in. But but that's it. But there's so many others that are listening over the Internet. And uh, we just thank God for you and uh, thank you for Amen. joining us. Um, 
as I wanted to say, I know this is not just here uh, in Charlotte, but all across the world, a lot has been taking place around the world as a result of this coronavirus. Um, our president um, actually has declared that we're, we're at war against an invisible enemy, he calls it. Mm-hmm. But I say to you today, <laughs> although this enemy cannot be seen with natural eyes, our God sees and he knows all. I don't know about you, but I am just so grateful that I serve the ruler of all things, the king of glory, the great I am. That's my God, and he knows exactly what's going on. Alicia and I have prayed and asked the Lord to help us to encourage and enlighten uh, the hearts of those that may be experiencing great fear and anxiety right now. The truth of the matter is uh, these are quite disquieting times, quite troublesome times. Mm-hmm. The truth of God's word is he promises to keep and protect his own. Many of us, in many of cases, we feel totally helpless. I mean, we're stuck in our home, and uh, I guess my heart really goes out for um, a lot of the single people who are home alone. You know, they can't go anywhere, and uh, they're having to stick this whole process out uh, by themselves. So we know that, um, as I said earlier, that God knows exactly uh, the the depth of what is happening uh, here across the, you know all across the world, but our hope and our desire is is that we don't go in a, into a, a a spiritual cocoon to the degree that we're not able to receive from God. We want you to be able to know that God is always present. There's no place you can go to get away from Him. He's always present, mm, and He's amen. always willing to enlighten, to strengthen, to guide you, and to encourage you. And that's what that's what I'm praying we're doing uh, as we continue these broadcasts, as the Lord uh, permits. Um, our broadcast format is going to be a little different uh, in order to accommodate <laughs> what, we, the, what we believe uh, the Lord desires us to, to do. He wants mm-hmm. us to encourage you, to build, build you up and, and edify those, uh, listeners that are on the phone with his word because his word is the truth. There's much Amen. speculation about what's happening. There are rumors that our president is behind it, rumors that China is behind it, or maybe even Russia. <laughs> but I assure you of this, nothing happens unless God's allow- God allows it. That Mm-hmm. You have to know is the overriding authority. There was a purpose and a plan behind everything that God does or does not do. And we've got to believe that he has us in the center of his plan. We're his children. One thing I can assure you know what you comes to one thing that comes to, to mind when you say that, Nadine, is the scripture that says everything works for good for those who love the Lord and are called to, uh, according to his purpose. And so when you said mm-hmm. nothing, you know, happens without him allowing it. So even the mm-hmm. thing that's scaring us or the thing that's hurting us or whatever, mm-hmm. we know that we are called according to his purpose, and so it works for our good. That's right. That, that's, that's what. Right. Um, we, yeah. 
Yeah, we're we're part of the plan. And so That's right. yeah. uh, the enemy's desire is to, you know, jag our wires with fear and concern and dread and foreboding and all those kinds of things to the point that we are uh we, we we can't do anything. We're like on lockdown. We're dismayed. Literally. Mm-hmm. Spiritual lockdown, dismay, discouraged you, whatever you want, want to call it. But the truth of the matter is that's not what God intends. He desires that we come to the knowledge of the truth of who and whose we are. We've got to come to that realization and have that realization at the forefront of our thinking, at the forefront of our being. I mean, it's just the way that it is. We are mm-hmm. children of God. And he we are. knows exactly uh, the purpose that he put in us for this particular time. We have to learn it because we don't just come out out of the womb knowing it, you know, and it takes years and years because most of us have been so indoctrinated by this world that uh, in many cases we don't understand the things of God. But believe me, uh, he is on mission to make sure that you come to the knowledge of the truth. That is his plan. And the enemy is on the mission Mm -hmm. to make sure that you don't because he knows if you do, it's curtains for him. (laughs) That's right. Because we have power over it. (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's why he keeps us running his and y'all because if we ever realize the authority that we have been given in the earthly realm over every power of the enemy. Amen. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. would, like you said, Alicia, he'd be in trouble. But uh, yeah. one thing I wanted to say to you to encourage you all is uh, I want you to know that every born again child of God and follower of Christ, God has determined that you would be present at this time in history. He determined mm-hmm. that. You see? So no 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 need for feeling uh having feelings of foreboding or evil or all those other kind of a things. No. God has you here at this time in history because he has already deposited in you what this this um uh, uh generation needs right now. The scripture says he created us in Christ before he even created the world. We're just coming into the knowledge of that. And we still can't get, Mm -hmm. you know, wrap our minds around what all that means. But listen, that that is the confidence that we have that God has a purpose and a plan for us being here in this time in history. And he wants Amen. us to be available to him so that he can use us. And he has already deposited in us what our role or our assignment is. Praise God. But before mm-hmm. I um, go on, I'm going to ask my husband, uh, John Davis, if he will please uh, pray over our broadcast. I would like to let you know that uh, my husband also has a weekly broadcast on Wednesdays called New Beginnings. And uh, together he and Booker Alexander – uh, proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, and they conduct a chapter-by-chapter study through the book of Genesis. So if anyone that's on the uh, broadcast tonight, and most of us are uh, stuck in the house and, and really don't have no place to go, this is a good time um, to dial them up and listen to uh, their dialogue. Listen to how 
uh, God uh, just downloads so much wisdom and revelation to them that I'm sure will bless you. Their number is 657-383-1624. Again, that's 657-383-1624. And like I said, they're on every Wednesday at 7 o'clock p.m. So, um, honey, you you on, right? Could you open yes, up our please? Yes, 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 I will. Well, we thank you very much, first of all, Lord, for allowing us to uh, come together, Lord. And we know that you're in the mix of us because uh, it will make a difference yes. whether we are here in the church or standing in front of each other. Uh, you, you're God, so you, you're everywhere at one time. I forget the word that to call you, say, omnipotent or something like that. you everywhere at one time. You know, and, and that's what yeah. that's who you are. You're God. You know, he said that uh, he doesn't change. He was in the beginning. And, and the beautiful thing we're talking about in the beginning, if you look before the world was created, we were in Christ Jesus, you know, and, yes. and that's a beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, so and we, we don't we got to claim who we are when we're talking to him because he's our father. Jesus said that he's our father. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. We ask, Lord, that this word that uh, we, we teach your word, thank Lord. Let your word go forth, not our pet peeves, but your word, that uh, people would hear your word and be encouraged by your word. They would begin to uh, reach out and uh, ask questions. You know, don't, don't be ashamed to ask mm-hmm. questions and, and uh, uh, talk to him. Uh, you know, that, that Father Heaven, you want us to talk to you. You said that uh, we're destroyed by the lack of knowledge and the lack of knowledge of who you is and who we are in you. So, Father, I ask you to uh, help us, Lord, to be encouraged, Lord, we do know also one thing you said that it's uh, impossible for us to hear from you or, to, or for us to receive anything if we don't believe that you exist. So, Lord, help us to believe that you do exist, Lord. You show us so many yes, things. Lord. We look yes. at the sky, the Father, heaven, see birds flying. We see a baby crying, Lord. And we know those are miracles each and every day. But yet, Lord, we refuse to accept you as who you are. So, Lord, we, we humble mm-hmm. ourselves tonight. We thank you, dear Father in heaven, for uh, who you are, Lord. And, giving us breath today, Lord. We thank you for the word that you're about to share tonight, Lord. We ask you to bless these airwaves, Lord. That we know the enemy is very mad at what's going on, but dear Father in heaven, that you, 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 uh, you're in charge of that too. There ain't nothing happened that you don't allow. Lord, we thank you for uh, my sister and my, 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 my wife, dear Father in heaven, that the Lord uses them, Lord, to bring your word forth, and that thy will be done. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. Well, um, here's what's going to happen. Uh, we're going to launch a discussion, and I'm going to basically ask um, Alicia if she will help mm-hmm. guide us into this discussion, and I'm praying that uh, you all will have the freedom to jump right in, share your wisdom, your encouragement, your questions, your concerns. Uh, Because like I said, people from around the globe are listening. And they're probably just as befuddled about this whole process as anyone. But if God has deposited in us something that would encourage or or help to build someone up and and help them uh, to better understand how God operates at times like this, by all means, please don't don't um, don't hesitate to share. So, Alicia, you let me know mm-hmm. when you want me to uh, turn the mics on. Okay. Okay. I'm going, thank you, Nadine, and thank you, John, for that prayer, opening prayer. 
I'm going to, um, the scripture I'd like to read is Second Chronicles 7, 13, and 14. Probably, you know, have heard it or somebody re- referenced it in this time because it's quite mm-hmm. appropriate. I'm going to read it from the Good News Bible. I know that you, Nadine and I, um, when we talked, um, that was, I added that one, but I want to right, read that right. version first. Mm-hmm. And okay. um, so it says, verse 13, whenever I hold back the rain or send locusts to eat up the crops or send an epidemic on my people, if they pray to me and repent and turn away from evil that they've been doing, then I will hear them in heaven, forgive their sins, and make their land prosperous again. So, uh, the, what you know, what I want to do is uh, talk about what that scripture says to you. Um, there's some key phrases in there. I know for me, you know, um, it says, you know, an epidemic, which we're experiencing now. And it says, yeah. my people, my people, mm-hmm. and pray to me. Mm-hmm. So it says, whenever I hold back the rain, meaning a dry, a desert, mm-hmm. a non-flourishing country, you know, maybe chaotic, or send locusts to eat up the crops. So now we, you know, we, we can't, um, the farmers can't get their, uh, the, the field and, you know, and give us the things that mm-hmm. we're normally getting that God provides for us on the normal. So things aren't normal now. Things, you know, he's not blessing us. We think we're doing something, but the real is God provides everything. But when he does that, like he oh, said, when he opened, she opened up, you know, nothing happens without his permission or his, yeah. you know, him allowing it, you know. And when I said that just now, my, my, my thoughts went right back to when um, Satan asked, could he tempt, you know, Job? He had to ask. Job. Can I do this? <laughs> he had to ask, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> he had to get permission. Mm-hmm. So nothing happens without God's knowledge and permission because like John said in the prayer, He's all knowing. So if we if yeah. we accept that and know that, how do we feel? Okay, God knew this would happen. So you have to scratch your head and say, if He knew it, why does He allow it? What is my part mm-hmm. in it? What am I to do? Yeah. Learn, share, get from it. I know that's what mm-hmm. I think about. But so yeah. He says when I do let, that. Let me just. But then He all. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you go ahead. Go ahead, Dollar. I was going to say, you know. I, uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> nope. Go ahead. There's I'm a lag time. I yield. There is. I yield. Okay. Um, I was saying, uh, he, then he always gives us an out or a second chance. So if you want to speak on that first part before we go to that, Nadine. Yeah, I do. Because um, mm-hmm. I opened by sharing the fact that we uh, who are here in this particular time in history, are here at the time God intended us to be here. And if you have, uh, most of you have, have read this uh, Second Chronicles, but if you look at, at the scripture in context, you'll understand mm-hmm. that Solomon had just finished completing the temple that his mm-hmm. father wanted to build, okay? His father before him wanted to build a house for God. And he began gathering up all the cedar wood, all the gold, all the things 
that mm-hmm. uh, what, that he dreamed about going in this temple for God. But guess what? God said, "Uh, uh-uh, that ain't for you to do. I'm gonna do that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it through your son Solomon. He'll mm-hmm. be under a different generation. So you see how meticulously God plans out things. Why he chose Solomon, we don't know, but we do know." that David had a purpose for his time frame and Solomon had a purpose for his time frame. So when he finished the temple, after they had prayed and did all of everything, I mean, this was a happy time. This was not uh, when God was explaining this to Solomon, it wasn't a sad time. You know, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. the Bible tells you that this is that the Holy Spirit just filled the temple and all of them, they couldn't even stand up because God's presence was <laughs> all around them. But what he wanted to share with them is this. And they, the temple is done, built, and God is there. And then he tells Solomon that, which you just read, Alicia, from verse 13. Mm-hmm. I want you to know uh-huh. that when, when I close up the sky and no rain comes and all these things happen, this is how I want you to, to deal with this. Those of you that are my people, called by my name, I want you to humble yourself and pray. Okay? okay. He's giving, before, before the trouble even gets up on them, he's showing them how they can, how to deal with it. And so when we think about our lives today, guess what? We've got the whole canon of God. We've got the whole Bible mm-hmm. with all kinds of, wisdom and warnings and 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 guidance instructions mm-hmm. instructions you hear so this is what god determined for solomon and this is what god determined for us we get our answers from god we get our instructions from god he guided them he told them what to expect and what to do when trouble came i want you to know what to do this is what i want you to do and then he goes on to say, I'm going to heal your land. I'm going to forgive your sin. But I want you to know that my eyes are open. Always pay attention to the prayers that are prayed in this place. That Solomon okay. knew this. And this was the hope of the people. That when we come to this temple and start crying out to God, he promised to hear us. <laughs> and this is what he's saying to us while we're in the middle of the coronavirus. Go ahead, Alicia. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, 13 say an epidemic on my people, and 14 starts if they pray to me and repent mm-hmm. and turn mm-hmm. away from yep. the evil they've been doing. So he told you to mm-hmm. do three things. He said pray, repent, and turn away from the evil that they have been doing. Then I will okay. hear, then I will hear them in heaven, forgive their sins, and make their land prosperous again. And so when you hear Hallelujah. that, you know, that's encouraging because he's given it some is. real uh, uh, definitive instruction. Ain't real hard yes, to do. Ma'am. But what I'm <laughs> noticing, and I don't know about you, we can talk about it, y'all, but what I'm noticing is people are business as usual. And that's why we said sound the alarm, town hall meeting, let's talk about it, because this mm-hmm. ain't business as usual. This is unusual. No, ma'am. My mother is 79. She said, I ain't never seen nothing like this in my whole lifetime. 
This yeah. has never happened. This is peculiar. This is different. So I, we have to believe, at least I do, that God's trying to get our attention and tell us, look now, what you're going to do. Yeah. So, again, we say sound the alarm. So I, I think it might be time to open the mics, um, Nadine. I, the okay. question I will put out is, what is that saying to you, those two verses? What are you hearing? Mm-hmm. And what, 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 let's talk about what our call is. I mean, it's clear that it says, you know, to pray, repent, and turn. So um, I know for me, what I'm noticing with technology and, you know, okay, we're in a, um, mm-hmm. a shutdown, right? Uh, what is it? Shelter mm-hmm. in place and different, quarantine. you know, the, the basket, quarantine, all of that. We're in that. So we can't do what we usually do. But instead of doing these things, or maybe along with it, let's talk about it. But what people seem to be doing is trying to find a new normal. It's trying to do what they were doing in a different way. Instead of doing Absolutely. what they do. Right. Instead of doing something different altogether. That's what I want to say. You okay. know, we're trying and to I am going, what I, we got. I am going to turn on uh, our mics right now. Uh, for those of you that would like to share, please remember to mute mm-hmm. your phones. Uh, you can hit star six uh, on your phone, and that way we won't have to deal with background noises, but you'll at least be able to uh, to share. And so uh, I've opened all the lines, and I'm, if you want to still mute yourself, you can do that. But um, the mics are now open, so we can we can consider uh, Alicia's question. Anyone? Mm-hmm. Hey, Nadine, Alicia, this is Rebecca. Hey. How are y'all? Hi, Rebecca. Hey, good. Good to hear you. Thank you, y'all, too, and thanks for doing this. Um, You know, I believe that we need to be rejoicing um, regardless of what we're going through. You know, it says Mm -hmm. in the Bible to rejoice. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Paul said it. Um, It says that the joy of the Lord is my strength. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and what we personify in rejoicing and joy, even if we don't feel it, you know, that's right. It, mm-hmm. it, it comes because of trusting it. Eventually, you know, you just you do something over and over and over again. Um, you know, it it just it. I hate saying this. I call it a good habit. Um, you know, <laughs> and, and that way, right. you know, you're getting closer <laughs> with the Lord. I believe that. All that is going on, and of course, you know, the Bible says this is going to happen. The closer we yep. get to, to the right. rapture and then the, the tribulation, et cetera, praise God, we're mm-hmm. going to be raptured. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, this mm-hmm. is giving people an opportunity to reflect, I think, if they will. You know, even one thing you say to somebody that you don't know you know, that may be the seed that they needed and God watered yes, it. Ma'am. I mean, you know, we have to water it granted, but you know, God takes it, you know? And and that's right. You know, and I do I do believe that some miraculous things are gonna happen because people need to know that God is God. He is the I am. And, you know, they're gonna mm-hmm. you know, I've I've been reading things and um on the internet from other Christian um, churches, whatever, but you know, there can be some Lazarus moments 
happening mm-hmm. uh, because of this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're going to be like people who didn't even know or knew God but didn't have a relationship. You know, that's what it's about, the relationship. Yeah. Um, that's right. And, you know, they're going to turn. They're going to turn and bow their knees. And, and, you know, that's what we have to pray for, that, you know, more mm-hmm. and more people are brought to Christ. And, um, exactly. you know, and, and the same, and same, the same with, you know, we have to bring the government and, you know, people say, oh, don't bring religion and government. Well, you know what? God started the government. If you go back and, you know, to, you know, to the first books of the Bible. Um, so you can't separate them. Not that I'm going to get into it, but we need to pray for these people. You know, we need mm-hmm. to pray for the people that are evil that they'll either change, you know, and and mm-hmm. or or flush them out. And I don't mean kill them; I mean just get them out so the people of America can be represented properly. You know, because this is a, a country based on God, um, and we need yeah, to pray for yeah. these people. You know, but mm-hmm. I do believe that that scripture you're reading is is about us. You know, just praying, thanking, rejoicing, um, you know, even through this time that can be scary. But, you know, if we let fear take over, then we're just praising the devil, you know. That's right. The fear is of the devil, not of God. That's right. 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 And we don't need to give him power. We need the power is God. But anyway, that's my take. Okay. Thanks for letting me share. No, you are more than welcome, sweetheart, and know how much we value your sharing. You know, oftentimes mm-hmm. uh, we have to come to grips with the reality that God has presented to us. And I'm not speaking so much of the coronavirus, but I'm speaking about mm-hmm. the nature of the people who are going on with the business as usual. You know, there mm-hmm. is just no way, there's just no way that uh, they, they're even going to benefit from this whole uh, uh, process that God has uh, allowed to take place unless God intervenes. And I, I say this because oftentimes we put ourselves in place of God. We, we put our, even our own understanding as being what they need to understand. And I believe that uh, a lot of uh, the good intentions that went into developing uh, our, our early churches and things like that kind of got skewed. You know what I mean? I, I know that the Absolutely. enemy had his own plant. Yeah, he had his own plant in there, implant in there to guide him away. And like, like even Paul would say, look, I know, you know, I've got to go. He said, but I know the minute I go, Raven is wool are going to step right in and deceive y'all. He knew that it, it was going to happen that way mm-hmm. because that's, that's the way that it is. However, we have an opportunity, those of us who are on this call tonight, we have an opportunity to get a more perfect understanding of our purpose. Because, you see, God wants to work, but he needs to work through us. He's not, he's not ready to come down and take us up out of here, and he's definitely not going to come back down here and preach the word. He's not going to come back mm-hmm. down here and get up on the cross. None of that's going to happen. So uh-uh. we see ourselves right here in the middle of a dilemma, right here in the middle of what we heard in 2 Corinthians 2.14. So where do we go? So where, do we, where can we go to find out what exactly we might understand God saying to us today? Anybody. 
What do you hear him speaking to your heart as it results to why we he allowed us to be born in this generation at this time in the middle of a a worldwide epidemic? Anyone? Okay, well, while you're giving us some... Okay, go ahead. Sorry, Nadine. I couldn't uh, get myself off of mute. This Carmen. (laughs) Um, Hey, Carmen. I think what it... (laughs) How are you guys? Um, What it has going on has said to me is, um, and what God is speaking to me is, you know, I want to use you, but I need you to progress. Um, There's areas that I know Mm. that I'm still progressing in. And so that's mm-hmm. what I've been focusing on. I've been praying about. I've been spending time with him in the mornings and the evenings, you know, just that quiet time. And, you know, and a lot of people think quiet time means, like, it has to be dark. But to me, quiet time means I need to push everything else out of my head that has me distracted to give him that time. So mm-hmm. um, that's what it speaks to me because he needs his army, and we are his army we are his body, we are his church, we are his bride, and he wants us to be prepared. Um, and, and it was so funny, I was, I was sitting here working, and I heard, I heard somebody, the first they said, you know, breaking news, some governor, I think the South Carolina governor came on, <clears throat> and then all of a sudden I heard um, prayer. And I looked, and I said, okay, God, you're getting somebody's attention, because I don't ever see <laughs> ever see anybody come and pray just for a quick announcement, but he called him to pray first. And that's when I said, okay, God, you got my attention. Yeah. <laughs> my attention. Yes, exactly. And we have really, uh, when we, we can't give God any excuse now, you know what I mean? Those of us who see that he has allowed an opportunity for us to just saturate ourselves with the knowledge of him. You know what I'm saying? And so there are those that are going to avail their time to do that in this time period, okay? But there are those that are going to sit back and watch television. There are those that are going to try these nice little recipes that they saw on Pinterest, you know, that they've been trying to get to but couldn't because they was working. You know, a lot of, uh, like Alicia said, business as usual is going on. But whoever is has not been able to understand uh, this great opportunity that God has provided us, I'm telling you, when, when this is over, when this passes, they're going to be spiritually anemic because most people think that once this passes, oh, everything's going to be copacetic. No, it's not. It's not going to be copacetic. This, and God always does things this way, this is preparing us for what's next. But if we're still back twiddling our thumbs, watching TV and, and you know, taking a chill pill, when this is a good time for us to focus on him, I mean, even our bosses can't, can't uh, keep us from spending time with God. You know, any other time we have to, you know, because we depend on their paycheck. But now with God shutting everything down, guess what? None of that matters. So will we avail ourselves now? Will we listen to what it is that God is trying to say to us about why he put us right here in this particular time in history? Anyone? Anyone else have something to share? 
Hi, Nadine. Hey. Hi, it's Isabel. Um, this reminds me of um, the a timeout. And a timeout that we, in <laughs> history, was um, the, um, the, 40, the 40 years in the desert. You know, God put the, his people on a timeout um, who weren't, you know, fit mm-hmm. or to go in the promised land. And so they died off because the next generation was coming. And I see this as, as a timeout. Um, like you said, uh, God cleared our calendars. We don't have to answer anyone. Yes. There's no plans, nothing to go out. Everything's yes. been canceled. And no other option but, and I really felt like you, you asked, you know, what do you feel God is saying to you? I felt God is saying, Isabel, yes. get into my word. And that's it. Get close to me. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Amen. Thank you, Isabel. That is so true. I mean, maybe you've heard that word. This, these are unprecedented times. You see what I'm saying? At least for our generation. Because we, have, we had worked ourselves up to such a frenzy we didn't have time for each other. We didn't have time for God. We didn't have time to spend in his word. And we were all stunted in our growth because of it. We're still struggling trying to figure out stuff that we should long have learned by now, but we've never had the time for it. So now this is the time to take advantage of what God has provided us to shore up our, 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 uh, our faith. Okay, uh, one of the things Lisha and I were talking about uh, is the part about uh, the role that suffering has in our spiritual development. Okay, and a lot of people, we're seeing a lot of suffering going on. And that probably makes us wonder, you know, will, will I get this thing? Will my husband get it? Will my... My kids get it, you know. You, you, all those things are going on through our mind. You might as well admit that it's, it's there. It's going to do is to help us to come up a little higher. You see, the Bible talks about us going from glory to glory. He, he doesn't intend for us to be little timid, uh, uh, tin soldiers. No, that's not what he meant, meant for us to be. He describes it as being more than what more than conquerors. That's his definition of who we really are. And we've been so distracted that we cannot see that. We couldn't imagine that. Who, me? More than a conqueror? Do you see my bills? Do you see all these people that are, you know, after me for this, that, and the others? I mean, all of those things, all of those distractions, have been diminished. And uh, Alicia, if you don't mind, I just wanted to share this, and I think I shared this with you all last week from Luke 21 in the New Testament. And this is Jesus as he was explaining to his disciples uh, what was going to happen at the end time, okay? We're thousands and thousands of years down the road from them, Okay getting closer and closer to this time that Jesus is speaking of. But he said that uh, in, in uh, 2113, he says, nations will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes and there will be famines. There will be plagues in many lands and there will be terrifying things. Jesus is telling this to his disciples. Okay. 
But he goes on to tell them, um, let you all know all this because I want you to know where you're supposed to be or how you are to respond in the middle of all that. And verse 13 says, this will be your opportunity to tell the world about me. But do we know him like that? No, we don't. But when we come out of this, we should have such a clear vision of who the king of glory is that we will be saying things like Isaiah, I saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. This is what we're going to come out of this thing. I have seen the Lord. We can't say that now because we've been too busy. But if we would just avail ourselves, get out on your face on the floor and say, God, God, just reveal yourself to me. I want to know you more. I want to know you better. Fill me with more of your Holy Spirit, Lord God, so that I can represent you well. So that when he missed this thing, oh, girl, I'm telling you, the devil's going to have a problem. He's going to have a real problem. Because real bona fide soldiers are going to come out of this. Bona fide, strong, in their faith, willing to die for the sake of Christ. Like he died for us. We're not worried about dying. Come on now. We're eternal beings. Isn't that what his word says? He says you're a new creation. You're not like the old person you used to be. I've done something different with you, baby girl. I re- I have I retrofitted you for glory, for my kingdom. And he wants to continue that work. He wants to perfect that work. But we got to stop playing. This is not a game. God wants to be able to call his army forth. How the scripture says, the whole earth is just waiting in anticipation for the revelation of the sons of God. You know, the earth is looking for us to redeem it. And we can't even do that. Because we're still stunted in our growth But let this be This what Jesus calls Our opportunity To prepare ourselves To tell the world About our king Because he's going to bring us out He's going to bring us out Like he brought Israel out And he brought them out With the expressive purpose of them being able to go out and tell the world that their God is God. Are we ready for that? Anyone? Nadine. Yes, dear. Hello. When I first, yes, the I first you. time I went to the store, the first time I went to the store after all this got started, it gave me that feeling of the day of 9-11. This, this heaviness and, uh, Wondering what's going to happen next or whatever, and mm-hmm. I, I had to like <laughs> regroup, get it together. It's like, okay, you're a child of the king. Whatever happens, you know where you're going. But one of the, what happened to me after that was, I kept thinking about all the people we hear about the people dying of, of this virus and everything. We know people die every day of all kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. I just kept thinking of people are dying without Jesus. And I just had this heaviness of heart. 
so now when I'm out and about and I uh, strike up a conversation, I put Jesus in every conversation. Amen. Yes. I, I just I yes. just try to get it out there. I mean, it's almost like double rate, you know, just Jesus, 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 you know. <laughs> uh-huh. And if they, if they mm-hmm. allow me to keep going with it, I'll keep going with it. But, you know, sometimes uh, the Holy Spirit will give you wisdom and just yeah. shut up, move on yeah, next. Yeah, yeah. So th- that's where yeah. I'm at with that. Um, just people dying. Yes. Without Jesus, and and it's been happening all the time, but now my eyes just seem to be more open to it, or my spirit is has awakened to it. I'll say. Yes, it is awakened. Yeah. Yes, yes, and that's what all this hopefully will do in each of us. It'll awaken us to the reality, you see, that we not we don't belong to ourselves. You know, just like when David was, I mean, when Solomon was creating this temple. You know, that he was going to dedicate to the Lord a place where God says, I'm going to meet you all and, you know, I'm going to come and, and listen to your prayers and stuff like that. That was in their day. But today, he tell us, guess what, people? You're my temple. Your body is the temple in which I dwell. I mean, can you wrap your mind around that? He's not, he's not in, in some uh, brick and mortar building. He said, I'm inhabit, inhabiting you. I'm giving you my Holy Spirit, and he lives in you because you are mine. You don't belong to yourself. I put you here in 2020 doing this Karina virus with a purpose in you. Your body is mine, so when I call you to, to action, I want you to be able to respond. Yeah, I want you to be able to respond and respond by faith. Not by your feelings. No warmy, fuzzy feelings, all that kind of stuff. You know, throw all that out because it's not about that. Jeremiah says, it's, I mean, um, I think it was Jeremiah. He says, it's like fire in my bones. I, I, I can't keep this thing quiet. Like Regina was saying. She, you know, she just blew up, you know, Jesus. You know, take it, leave it. Fine, let me go to the next person. But that is the presence of God's Holy Spirit in her, stirring her up to do his will and his work. Some people ain't going to like what you got to say, but that's all right too. But for the ones that are waiting for you, the ones that God has put on this planet for you to cross their path and you walk right by them and you don't say nothing, we don't want to be, we don't want that to be our case. We don't want that to be our state. So while we're here, while we're quiet, while we're all in our homes and got our freezers full and water and all these other kind of things and or whatever else is going on, remember, Jesus is giving us this opportunity. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. There's just no reason for 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 neglecting this great opportunity. God has for you to feed your soul and get yourself ready for whatever's coming next. And you'll be ready. Won't we? Won't we? Yes. Well, I know I'm ready. Yes, No, I want to. <laughs> listen, I want to be ready. Because when Jesus cracks the sky, and it ain't too far off, 
I mean, just imagine if that would happen in our day. I mean, how embarrassing would it be for people you see everybody going up at you? I mean, it, I mean, not, not embarrassing. I mean, it's worse than terrifying. embarrassing. Terrifying. Terrifying. That's the word. You think coronavirus is bad. Just think of all the people that will be gone and you'll be wondering where they are and you're still here. Why? Because you did not take advantage of the opportunity God gave you to get in his word, to learn more about him, to get instructions for him, to cry out to him. This is your opportunity to do that. And let him build you up and strengthen you and make you a strong, threshing instrument that the enemy trembles every time you get up out your bed. Oh, no, here comes this woman again. Who is she? She's this woman that, you know, she's just got the power of God on her life. Every time she says something out of her mouth, you know what I'm saying? To get back up off of her. More than conquerors, God says, that's who we are. That's who he wants to create us to be. Alicia? Did I lose you? Can you hear me? Me? Can you not hear me? Now I can. I can hear you now. Oh, wow. Wow, that's what was happening earlier. I've been trying to say something. I guess um, my connection was bad. But if you can hear me, what? Yes, I can. What I. Let's go her telephone line. In the name of Jesus. He's just going to try and stop I'm telling you, he's mad, y'all, but that's his problem. His We're still going to give God the glory. The word is still getting out. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes indeed. Mm-hmm. All of these kind of little tricks that he plays to discourage us, it's a, it should give us confidence to know we're on the right track. Oh, we're on the right track. Power. <laughs> I feel confident. I'm telling you. Confident, <laughs> I'm telling you, because... He knows that when we get this thing down right, he is in trouble. He is in trouble. So, Alicia, you know, we we, uh, I, you, we can't hear you, but we hope you can hear us. And we're just going to ask God in Jesus' name to uh, loose your, your, your uh, telephone line. So that we can hear you And I'm going to go ahead And I just want to share this scripture with you all uh, From Isaiah uh, While she's getting her uh, Getting her wires free Isaiah 54, 16 and 17 I know many of you have heard uh, Have heard This scripture before But I wanted to, to present it to you with a, From a, a, a little different perspective Maybe than what you've heard and um, Isaiah fifty four seventeen says that uh, there is no weapon formed against you that will prosper, and every tongue that rises up against you, you shall condemn. Because, you know, you're my servant, and, and, you know, your vindication is from me. You know, this is what God says to us. But the verse before that is very clarifying because God talk, tells through Isaiah, he says, listen, I'm the one that made the blacksmith that fans the coal beneath the forge to make the weapon. What do you think about that? He tells us that there is no weapon formed against you that will prosper. 
But I'm the one who makes the blacksmith who forges the weapons of destruction. And I have created the armies that destroy. But when it comes to you, beloved, when it comes to you, Carmen, when it comes to you, Regina, when it comes to you, guess what? Those weapons will not prosper against you. It says these benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. And then he says, I'm the, I'm the Lord who say so. <laughs> I mean, these kind of words should make us excited and play. He does not play when it comes to us. He's serious about what he's trying to do in our lives. He has already determined what would go on in us. But we've got to make ourselves available. We are his temple. He dwells in us. Everywhere we go, the spirit of God goes. Everywhere we go, the kingdom of God goes. His authority goes. Everything around you knows that, but you've got to know it. You've got to get in the habit of knowing that, that there's a treasure in you that could blow this whole world apart. The power of God, the Holy Spirit, the same spirit that raised Jesus up from the grave lives and abides in you. A lot of times he's, he's pushed down. You know, he's, he's, you know, not committed to do what he's in you to do because you want to do what you want to do. But the day that you stop resisting the Holy Spirit, the day that we stop grieving him with our foolishness, oh, girlfriend, you're going to see a brand new rendition of who you are. You will see yourself just as God sees you. It's all in his word. Okay, let me see if Alicia's back on. Alicia, are you there? Everybody has to unmute. Alicia, are you there? I see her, but I can't hear her. Go to a different room. <laughs> I mean, that, maybe that will help. Star, star seven, uh, star six, sometimes you, you think it's oh, unmuted, but it's not. Yes, it's star not. six. It's star six, Alicia. Maybe your phone is still on mute. My, my, my. She must have Can something all, awesome to say. Yes. Hello. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Listen, what were you going to say? Look at that. <laughs> Girl, I tell you job. what, if you can't say it, send it to us in a text, please. I'll pass it along. Amen. Because it must, it must be, be something worth awesome. It must Amen. Be. It must be, darling. I am so sorry. I can't. We cannot. We cannot hear you. Uh, Try it again. Star seven. Star six. Star six. Yep. Star seven. Star six. She said. But beloved, star I just seven. want to, as we're getting down to, uh, towards the end, 
uh, of our time together this evening that we uh, avail ourselves to take advantage of this wonderful opportunity that is, God has given us. Amen. Get on the prayer calls. There's so many prayer calls going on right now. Yeah. It's ridiculous. You know Amen. what I'm saying? And, and we, we don't, there's no reason why we can't get on them. I mean, we, God can use exactly. us to encourage them or at least to, 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 to offer a prayer of praise and thanksgiving to his name. Amen. Sister Connie, are you on? That, that's you on the phone, right? That, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. It is. Yes, I believe ma'am. that uh, God wants us to do the Great Commission right now, which is to go out and talk about him, tell people about him. You can do it wherever, um, yes. from your home, from the grocery yep. store, wherever. You can just say God mm-hmm. is good. Just as simple as that. Yep. Or thank you to somebody, anybody. I went to the doctor today, and it gave me a wonderful opportunity to bring about the name of Jesus. And that's Amen. what we've got to do. Even if you're thanking your yeah. doctor for being open, thanking them for taking you, then you say, can I pray for you? Yeah. And while you're asking, yeah. before they say yes or no, you're doing it. Father God, I thank you for this individual. <laughs> bless his family. Bless his home. It's just that we have got to become, the uh, naysayers would say, fanatical about Jesus because he's that kind of yeah. God. Think about he's what he's done for God. us. When you think yes. about the good things that he's done, you can't help but say, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. So get on these lines, people. Pass the word. I do. I'm texting it to people from Michigan, Ohio, California. Do that. People might not Amen. let you know they're on the line, but they're there and they're listening. Thank you, Minister Nadine, for what you do for thank the kingdom. Thank you, too, baby. Glory be wow. to God. That's all I know. And Alicia, did you make Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Can't. Oh well, praise God. <laughs> My God. We only have a minute. We only got yeah. a minute. What I want we... to do is to to invite everyone to recite the Lord's prayer. Is it okay, Nadine? Can we still do that? Yes. Go go right ahead. Even if we have Our to go while we're doing it. Our Father, Our which art in heaven. Father, art in heaven. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Thank you. Good night.